0: Okay. Hello, and thank you for joining me today. Today I am chatting with Jennifer Jennifer Lieberman. Jennifer is the best-selling author of Make Your Own Break: How to Record and Publish Your Own Audiobook in Seven Simple Steps. Jennifer also has a background in filmmaking and film production, screenplays, acting, and performance coaching. I was also fortunate enough to feature Jennifer in the March issue of the Opal Writers Magazine. So go and check that out and I'll have all the links at the end of this episode. Hello, Jennifer. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Cindy. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I am so impressed with your background. It sounds like a great story. So when did your interest in film and acting begin?
1: The interest began when I was quite small. Um, I started writing when I was about eight years old. It's quite a silly story looking back on it, but I had a huge crush on Zach Morris from Save by the Bell, and I wanted to be his girlfriend. So I started writing myself into imaginary episodes of the show, oh. you know, as like a as a guest star as the new kid who shows up at the school. And that's kind of how it first manifested. Like, you know, children have a very vivid fantasy world and I guess I never grew out of it. (laughs) So that's how it all began. Um, So the writing always had this element to perform the story. I created stories out of wanting to perform or wanting to be part of the TV shows and the movies that I watched. So as a young person, I kind of just stole those plots and would elaborate on them. Now it's called fan fiction. When I was a kid, I didn't know what it was, but so yeah, it's basically I was writing fan fiction starting at a young age.
0: Well, isn't that cool? Because you know, when I was that age, I was playing with cutout dolls. and and Barbies and you fantasize that way but what a creative mind I mean to you know think about acting out you know putting yourself into that role that is that is so cool yeah
1: yeah and then eventually like as I evolved and as I grew and my imagination had a greater capacity um, as I got older I was able to create new characters and new worlds that weren't Mm -hmm. attached to any kind of existing show or story, you know, like I was able to have autonomy in my ideas. Um and that's that and that just kind of continued. I guess I just I never grew up. I never yeah. grew up as my niece and nephew say. I'm still a kid. <laughs> yeah.
0: So when when did that come to fruition for you? When when did it become like a profession instead of just a dream?
1: Yeah, so that's a really great question. I I had a love for performance at a very young age and storytelling. However, when I was eight, I was a competitive gymnast. So I spent most of my life training in a gym, and I trained really hard. I had a career-ending injury at 14, and um, but then I coached. You know, so I was still at the gym. Several, I uh, I, I had a career-ending injury at 14. At 15, I started apprenticing. By the time I was 16, I was certified. You had to be 16 to get your certification in Ontario, where I live,
0: mm-hmm. Ontario,
1: Canada, to become a coach. So it wasn't until I was in university that I started actually taking acting classes and wrote my first like real screenplay. Um, after university, I moved to New York City I got in with a couple of theater companies. By the time I was 22, I was running one of them. And that kind of gave me the tools. Like that's how I developed the tools and the skills of how to actually make these things happen mm-hmm. to take them from the imagination world and make them into something tangible. Mm-hmm. However, when I was that age, I wasn't—I didn't have the confidence with my own writing. So I was producing for other people. That continued for several years. I got into film production. It wasn't until my late that I actually created my one-woman show. And that was the first I had I had several scripts and several pieces of writing that I had written, but I had never produced them. They were just collecting dust. Um, so my one woman show was, I guess, the the beginning. And that um, that was kind of the catalyst for me to just keep keep forging on creating my own stuff.
0: Wow, that is that is really that blows me away that people can do that. You know, some of us, I shouldn't say some of us, but, you know, a lot of people just dream about having that happen. But, you know, you look like a real go-getter. So... <laughs> yeah, I
1: have to tell you, nothing was handed to me on a silver platter. None of it was easy. You know, even even today, the the yeah. things that I want to work on and the things that I want to produce, like, I universe. (laughs) I would love to get cast. I would love someone to pick me. I would love to get hired to be an actor in other people's plays and films. Mm -hmm. That is like, like, that's the icing when I get to just show up and be the actor, which I do from time to time. Mm -hmm. However, I'm, I'm not patient enough (laughs) for those few and far between opportunities. So in between, i'm antsy and i want to create so i just keep going with my own stuff
0: so what is your main focus right now are you an author or are you in film
1: so it's both it's uh, you know i love it's it's funny because people love to put you in a box yeah. and you know like the the slang for it is like stay in your lane stay yeah. in your lane and my response to that art is there ain't no lanes when you can fly wow. and you know so it's they're they're not mutually exclusive like sometimes I get to be the actor sometimes I get to be the author sometimes I'm the screenwriter sometimes I'm the producer so mm-hmm. for example, like I have a feature film that I wrote that we're raising money for that we're gonna be producing. In the interim, it's a while, it takes a lot of money to make a feature film. <laughs> so yeah. in the interim, while I'm taking meetings and emailing and cold calling and trying to make those contacts, sure, I'm still writing something else. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so it's and that's the thing, this, the creative industry, it's not, even when you're at the top of the food chain, even when you're the most successful actor, you're still working gig to gig. Yeah. There's no steady job. You know, the studio system has been dead for a long time where you're contracted to a studio and you do a certain amount of, you know, films for them each year, a certain amount of pictures, you have a, you know, four picture deal, five picture deal over X amount of time. Those don't really exist anymore. So
0: it's a constant hustle. Yeah, I I bet. So now let me ask you about your book, Make Your Own Break. You Are you in audio now as well? Like, are you a voiceover or? Um, so...
1: So Make Your Own Break is the umbrella because I have several books in those series. Two of them are published so far. And Make Your Own Break is my company. It's my consulting business. I was a frustrated out of work actress and I made a one woman show as a showcase piece, which ended up, it started off like La La Land where nobody showed up and then i but i decided like i was so fulfilled from doing this and i got to create and i got to play these crazy characters and it was fun and i had you know been spinning my wheels trying to get the job trying to get the agent trying to get the foot in the door which is not creative at all so once i focused on the one woman show i was like oh i have autonomy over my creative work now, and I kept going with it. It ended up winning an award in New York. Now it's my best-selling novel. It was number one on Amazon. It's won four literary awards, including the gold medal at the Global Book Awards for coming-age books. It was a 10-year journey to get there, everybody. It didn't happen overnight. I am like the poster girl for 10 years for overnight success. Um, Wow. But when I did that for myself, I realized I I do have quite a bit of producing skills because up until that point, I had produced a couple dozen projects for other people. Mm -hmm. And um, so I realized, wow, I could really help other frustrated, out of work actors and writers develop the skills to have autonomy to create their projects on a small scale because everything starts on a small scale even Broadway shows don't start on Broadway you know they start in a little development workshop yeah so absolutely. basically I decided like I have the I have the wherewithal to help other actors create these development workshops mm-hmm. get their things off the ground have, have showcase pieces and I've been doing that consulting business since 2012. I can help people with their budgets I give feedback on their scripts I help them develop their scripts to get them to where they need to be because step one is always script development if you're starting with a script that's not great your show won't be great so you know and I I have certain steps and I had I have a couple producing 101 um, for a film and I have that seven steps, everything is in seven steps. So I kind of just, when I recorded my own audiobook, messed up a bunch of times, had to throw the first version in the garbage, recorded the whole book, had to throw it out, and did it a second time. And then a friend suggested that would be a great book. Like, why don't you help other self-published authors not make the same mistakes? So it's all coming from, like, I did it for myself, Right. And then I was like, oh, now I can help other people get there. So that's how this book came about in a long roundabout way. <laughs> um, and the I don't have the books written. I, 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 the pandemic is actually what gave me the time to sit and record the audiobook and then write the book on how to do it. For other people, mm-hmm. I've always intended to do the producing 101 for film, producing 101 for theater, solo show development. Like these are all on the on the on the running list of projects. So oh, those wow. books are coming. But during the pandemic, I thought, well, there's lots of other people who are sitting around at home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, might as well publish the one. Nobody's making films right now. Nobody's doing theater. Might as well pub- write and publish the one that's the most um, timely. So that, that's how that came about. And I also did one, um, how to master your virtual meeting in seven simple steps um, from a filmmaker point of view of, you know, backdrop, framing, mm-hmm. lighting, all of that stuff. Um, Because a lot of people, you know, Zoom was very new and a lot of executives weren't sure on how to engage their team and things like that. So I was hired first to coach some people and then I realized like, oh, I can, you know, put out a publication that, you know,
0: kind of goes through these steps. Yeah. Well, now that now that COVID is, I shouldn't say it's not over, but I mean, it's kind of, it's in the background now. So has that changed how things are, are um, has that changed what you're doing now or? Yeah,
1: definitely. Mm-hmm. So during COVID, I was more focused on the literary stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was able to record my audiobook which was awesome. Um, relaunched my novel, which got censored the first time around of publishing so two years after i initially published it i rebranded relaunched it with a new title new artwork um, and which helped it become successful because the first one was dead in the water but yes now that the world's opening back up my um you know my desire is to be more in the acting film theater world because I've been away from it for so long,
0: right?
1: Um, I'm still right. I'm I'm working on book two of my novel. It's a it's a trilogy. So um, oh, I'm excited. Yeah. So book one is already out. Book book two is is currently in the works. But I also very strongly
0: want to get back to playing with my friends. Yeah. So are you are you working out of Canada or are you mm-hmm. in you're in Canada? yep
1: i'm just outside of toronto in a small town called maple and um i'm up here i have a friend in la who's actually going to be shooting a piece that i wrote next month which is really exciting it's my first piece of writing that somebody's producing that i'm not involved with Mm -hmm. in the past i've produced all of my pieces so that's a big milestone when somebody else wants to you know put the money and the effort and believes in your work Mm -hmm. so that's really exciting and then I have like I said a feature film that I'm raising money for and I'm I'm currently auditioning so hoping to land some roles very soon.
0: Oh spectacular Jennifer thank you so much um what I'm going to do is I'm going to put your links and everything at the bottom of the of the video, so that when we're finished here, you know, if if the viewers want to get a hold of you, um, I'll have all of those links there. Make sure that you give me um, the links for your videos as well. I don't have those, but we'll get I'll get them from you great Um, this is really great thank you so much for being with me here today jennifer fabulous
1: fabulous well thank you so much cindy have a beautiful day thank you and you too jennifer